Hi, everyone, and welcome to our first episode of Wisish Woman. Now, my name is Gabby Galvis, and I will be directing this episode. I'm Cuban American, so I'm going to give my little Miami flair. <laughs> and <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to my other co host. Hi, homies, it's Anna Vega. She's Mexican-American, um, and, you know, she's just the Mexican flavor in this podcast. <laughs> Hi, friends. My name is Sonia Islam. I'm 21. I am Bangladeshi-American, and I guess I'm just here. Yeah, I don't know what I have to offer, but I'm here. <laughs> I would like to talk about how I met these beautiful women in the first place because how did we even come to do this amazing podcast? So I met Sonia freshman year through a mutual friend and then Sonia introduced me to Anna and it's been honestly the greatest experience since. <laughs> I don't know how you guys met. Tell we me met through a mutual friend. We had... Anna's summer roommate, right, was my roommate fall semester, and that's how we first met. But we really didn't become really good friends until second year of undergrad, I want to say. Correct, correct. Yeah, and then uh, the um, introduction to Miss Gabby over here was made, I'm pretty sure it was made in uh, the Green Library at some point. <laughs> Um, because oh. these ladies are very studious and would always drive me to the library. <laughs> we never did anything in GL. Anything <laughs> done, but we're always there. It's crazy. Before we start with the topic of the episode, we wanted to do a COVID alert. So it's anything and everything that's happening around the country and around the world. So for all my college peeps, the government has allocated $14 billion to college students in need of money for college expenses. You can start applying to the grant as soon as possible, and I recommend applying as soon as possible because once the money is gone, it's gone, and you kind of have to wait until Congress passes a new bill to fund more of the grants. Um, if you are interested and you need this grant, um, you go to your respected um, college website or call the financial department at your school to find out how to apply. But yeah, get some money. I know it's really tough out there. I know a lot of you guys couldn't get the checks. So this is an easy and fast way to get some money into your hands. Hey, we make so the reason memories. that we started this podcast with quarantine dating as our first episode is because... As you all know very well, we're in this unusual predicament of being quarantined with families or friends or for the lucky few of you with your boyfriends and girlfriends. Oh, so lucky one. <laughs> I think it would be great to explore this topic and see how a single folks or even those who are already dating have continued that process during this time of quarantine. What do you guys think about quarantine dating? Has it been useful to you guys? Have you had a good experience in general? So yeah, I did the dating app. We all kind of collectively did it together. 
And for me, it's it's been pretty good. What about you, Anna? What do you think? Oh, I used Hinged. <laughs> you can't find me there on. You can't find me there right now. I deleted it. But, um, yeah, that's funny because we follow. I followed your guys's uh, steps, and I was just like, "Fine, I'll get into the dating apps too." But I haven't been on it before. Um, but I first started on Bumble, and then I switched to Hinge. Homegirl was just trying to fill up some time, you know. I was just sad and stuck at home with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> totally understand. Okay, so we're all single. We've been single for a while. And I want to know if you think that, not, not necessarily in these dating apps, but just dating in general, is it thirstier in quarantine or outside of quarantine? Like, is there a difference at all? Sonia, what do you think? Yeah, it is a bit more thirstier, as you said, Gabby, on the dating app than outside the dating app. Um, If you do meet people outside, no one really wants to interact with you, which is a good thing, given the situation we're in. You should be six feet apart. You shouldn't be really mingling like that. But it is a bit more thirstier on the apps. But if that's what you're looking for, that's great. You'll find that. If that's not what you're looking for, if you're looking for a bit more of a personal connection or like just getting to know someone, you can also find that too. So it's like the best of both worlds. And yeah, Anna, I agree. You, yeah. You oh. move from Bumble <laughs> to Hinge. So is there like any difference like after the dating apps or anything? I definitely felt like on Bumble, it was, I found more of the thirstier individuals, um, a little less classy, a little less chic. I definitely agree with Sonia. I think the individuals on dating apps are very thirsty, which I personally, I mean, I don't mind because I got nothing else to do. I got nothing else to do with, with so might as well. <laughs> Right, you're right. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. We're here for a reason. <laughs> right, you have to do what you have to do, honestly. And do you think that since we are in quarantine and we're trying to find this, you know, this kind of real connection, or that's what we say we want to find, right? Are we actually, do you think we're actually going to find that? I think so. I think it's possible. I don't think every, when you're on these dating apps, you're not going to meet everyone that's exactly the same, nor do they want the same outcomes. So you kind of get a variety of something different. So it is possible to build that connection. It just depends on what you want, what they want. And if you guys agree on that, if that makes sense. What about you guys? Right. Do you think you'll find, or like, did you <laughs> think you would find that kind of personal connection with somebody on there? Yeah, Gabby, well, what was your opinion on dating apps? I mean, through the dating apps, I haven't really found that kind of a connection. I think maybe it's because I just don't focus that much on the dating apps. I feel like I just forget that I have them at all. So I'll Mm -hmm. just never even check my phone. (laughs) So even if like notifications are coming in, I'll never notice. So 
maybe it's it's probably my fault. Like it's definitely my fault. I'm just not letting the connection happen at all. So like often <laughs> officially. So that's where that ended. But yeah, I mean, I haven't really I don't know. I just haven't given it the chance that that it deserves, maybe. That's good that you're and, like aware of that. Yeah, I'm aware of it. And I don't know if I necessarily want to make that change right now <laughs> because <laughs> safety is important. <laughs> so I think I was just always worried about meeting someone in person before the mm-hmm. quarantine and then, you know, just general safety precautions. You know, you don't want to get raped. You don't want to get kidnapped or anything. That's Those were my worries. Those are and very then, real worries as, very as women, especially as women. Yeah, exactly. But then throughout this quarantine, you realize who the stupid mongos are. Those are the people who are telling you, oh, you, you want to meet up? Oh, hit me up. Let's meet up. Like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to meet up with you. <laughs> no, what's happening outside? Like, I don't know where you've been. You don't know where I've been. As a matter of fact, like you literally have no idea. How do you trust me that much? And how can I even trust you? Like I have people I take care of. Like I care about my family. I'm not going to put myself in that position just for mm-hmm. like a, just for a hookup. It's definitely a red flag. Oh, for sure. <laughs> definitely a red yeah. flag. Usually with one of those people, I'll just like, like ignore the rest of the comments because I'm sorry if you know that this situation is so dire, like there are much more other people that are smarter than that. And I'd rather talk to someone else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the easy part about online dating just in general, that you can just write someone for a simple thing that they do. That could be a positive. That could also be a negative. You know what I mean? What do you guys think? Like, what are some, that you guys write people off. Oh, I gotta laugh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm actually pretty nice on the apps. Oh, you know, whatever. In dating, I guess. Um, <laughs> I guess some of like the things that really bother me. I'm gonna start with this. I've never swiped right on somebody who has pic- like their first profile pictures is gun with a gun or something. Um, specifically yeah, rifles. Yeah, um, I'm just like I'm definitely not my cup of tea, <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's why I'm always swiping left on those people. So mm-hmm. if you're that person, now you know why you haven't matched with Anna. <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason. That was the reason. Anna doesn't want to go hunting. Okay, no gun pictures at all. I'm all for Second Amendment, but. Sheesh. <laughs> Just a little, too much. a little too yeah. much. And Sonia, I know that you're a little pickier, just like me. So I, <laughs> I want to know why you write people off. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to pictures, I think I don't there was this one profile picture where the guy had like, he was wearing hats in every picture and you couldn't really see his full face. And it's like, I wanted 
like, I want to see your face. Like, I want to see your eyes. Like, I want to see your smile. And I get it. Like, if you have a hat collection, that's cool. But, like, I want to see your entire face, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's like they're hiding something. Yeah. And if you're bald, that's fine, too. Like, bald people are good-looking people, too. Like, it just... Don't put too many hats on on your profile. Um, Another thing that kind of bothers me is when it's a lot of group pictures so you have to decipher which one they are and it's like mm-hmm. I'm on a dating app to make this easy like I'm not trying to work for it you know what I mean like it should be fast and easy so those are like my few things and the gun I'm not really crazy about pictures with guns in the first few pictures it kind of scares me so going onto this online app, not knowing who you are, not really seeing your face. And like, I see your face, but I want to yeah. see you in person. And it's really hard to do that when, I mean, it's just online, you know, Tinder or Hinge or anything. It's just going to be really fast. Am I actually dating this person or am I just entertaining myself for mm-hmm. the time being? Are you guys like, have you? struggled with that at all because I know that that's yeah definitely yeah definitely I think I think especially when when it when the results are like not negative but they're not like the best results that you could have or that you expected um like when I was (laughs) when I was recently ghosted um I think then I was questioning myself for like, well, why do I even care? Like I just met this, like I haven't even met this dude. I'm just talking to him through yeah. this message. Um, mm-hmm. So I've definitely questioned like, well, what am I, am I really just trying to be entertained or do I, did I actually want something more? I guess I still don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I hate it not, you know, yeah. I think with dating apps, I not just with dating apps in general when it comes to relationships, I think it's hard not to have expectations when you guys are talking about things that you normally wouldn't talk about, right? Like you're being vulnerable. You're really trying to trust someone that you don't really know. So it's hard to not have expectations. But the best way to do these apps is just not think too much and not have expectations you can know what the outcomes could be like you might end up with someone you might not be with someone you might just be sexting someone or you just make a friend like these are the outcomes and you kind of need to be okay with them if you're not okay with them that's fine too just don't do the dating app just focus on other things that you want to focus on you know um if I'm being honest i didn't know what to expect I just did it because we all did it and my thing was you know what like I'm gonna put myself out there I don't know what's gonna happen but we'll have great stories at the end of the day like I know the stories that I'm gonna get out of this my girls are gonna laugh my parents (laughs) might laugh my brother might laugh like you know what I mean like it is scary to go on these apps, but you kind of need, you kind of have to make the best out of the situation, you know? 
Yeah. Sonia, this is the first time you've been on dating apps too, right? Yeah. I'm more a person person in contact dating. Right, 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 right. You get Gabby for you too or no? No, this is not this is not my first rodeo. (laughs) Okay, <laughs> she's experienced. Yeah, yeah experienced. still no, no, no. But every single time I go on these dating apps, I literally download it. Maybe this is the problem, but whatever. <laughs> I literally I download it just to make myself feel better for like five minutes that I'm sad, and then I'll like delete it. And I'm like, okay, I'm satisfied. I've gotten enough compliments. It's that thing. Like I'm entertaining myself. But that's myself not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing, though. I mean, it's not, but it is sometimes kind of bad for other people, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I think, like, sometimes, especially when you're in the heat of everything and you're, like, doing work or you have school or something like that, and you're not really focusing on yourself or your relationships, sometimes it's nice to just feel recognized and be like, oh, wow, I still got it. Like, I can get these men or these women. Yeah, that's definitely a big reason why I did. I think that's so interesting too, though, because I know, I know I've personally done that too. Like it's an ego boost because when you're, you know, when you're liked or matched with, it's just like, oh my God, you know, so many Mm -hmm. people like me. (laughs) Um, But I think it's interesting to uh, notice that like it's so much easier to be, I guess, recognized on dating apps and it is in person like yeah like homies aren't coming up to you at the club or or like in like at a restaurant or something and telling you like hey girl you're just super cutie what's your Mm -hmm. you know like it's and I feel like we're not the right people are (laughs) well yeah most of the time (laughs) that is true most of the time that is true um (laughs) But yeah, like, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think there's anything wrong. At the end of the day, I think the people on dating apps don't take it too personally. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, mean, I hope not. I barely even started a conversation with this person. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's like, I- if you didn't get homegirl's number or homie's number, like, you're okay. Like, yeah, it's not going to be personal, yeah. you know? Yeah. Right. It's yeah, sucks, I never take it personally. But you're going to be fine at the end of the day. How many guys did you guys give your number out to, like, on average? Um, I think in one week, like, the first week I was on, I gave it to, like, three guys. And that was so stressful. I stopped. <laughs> I, that's what I was like. This is not for me. I was, did you not save I their number? <laughs> no, I didn't even save their number. It's just Anna. You don't save numbers until it's like official, official. No, <laughs> I know, but I, I at least would have like named them, like distinguished them, because it's hard to like go back all the way up through, through the thread and see like, oh, this is a company. No, that yeah, that's why person. I would, I would save those people's numbers because I knew like these are three different people that I was talking to. Right. Mm-hmm. Any other instance, I would have literally just left it like that. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Trying to be a player and it didn't work. Dude, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I have so much pussy power. Like, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> Is that, that <laughs> No, it's true. That's like, true. I, honestly. <laughs> I came in this, like, feeling like, I'm going to be like Drake 
I'm going to have hoes in different area codes. And we're going to see how this goes. But it is, I don't like using the word exhausting, but it is like, my energy is gone at the end of the day, like talking to people. So shout out to those people that just have multiple people and they keep going. Like shout out to you guys. Cause that is like something That's because I could not do it. That's an emotional and a mental level that I'm not on. You know what I mean? I am not there and I'm not even ready to be there. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too. <laughs> like I'm Jeez, not looking seriously. for that either. Yeah. No, no, no. And I can't even think about like all the cute things to do. Like people are like, oh, let's do like a date on Zoom. And I'm like, oh, that's super adorable. I would have never thought of it. I would have just kept on texting forever and ever. Okay. And I know that we've all kind of lightly talked to some people. Sonia has talked to some people more than us. Like she's been more more willing to converse with them i'm gonna say that (laughs) so that kind of introduces our next segment chisme so this segment is where we kind of delve a little bit deeper into our experiences on a specific topic and this is the quarantine dating topic and i want to know about sonia's facetime date because i know that she had a couple actually now and I want to know like how they went especially since this is your first experience with dating apps (laughs) nothing crazy guys um I'm not a crazy person so yeah I've been on a couple of FaceTime dates they're they are how you make it to be um I tried not to be awkward you try to keep the conversation going one of the things I do for safety reasons, because catfishing is really a thing in dating world. Um, when we would FaceTime, I would move my face away from the screen so I can see their face before they can see my <laughs> face. And if it's the person that I thought it was, I would pop back in and be like, oh my God, I'm so <laughs> sorry. My phone fell. But really, I just needed to see your face. Um, the thing that's really nice about FaceTime dating is that there's a lot of things you can't really talk over text that you can talk over FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And since we are in quarantine and we can't really, really be up and close and really understand someone's vibe. Like for me, I need to understand their vibes, their, how they talk and like little things like body language really is important. And it can say a lot about someone. And since we can't see them physically, like it's nice to see them on FaceTime so you can pick up on those little things and you can make a judgment out of that. Yeah, I guess. Did you do anything cute? Like, was there any moment that you're like, oh, this is not a normal FaceTime date? You know what I'm talking about. Mm, No. The, your study date, it was cute. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah the confusion <laughs> oh. oh my goodness Sonia please tell the story because I feel like maybe I don't understand it that well okay listen this is all Anna's fault I thought it was a move I don't know <laughs> so 
I thought it was a cute thing. I did not want to study Gabby. So <laughs> I was talking to this guy. And for some odd re- not for some odd reasons, I, I ended it. Because I was like, um, I'm not really feeling... I just didn't want to be in a relationship, to be quite honest. But then I did miss talking to him. So one thing we had in common was that we were both studying for the LSATs. And then his thing was like, oh, let me know if we, if you ever want to study. We can study together over Zoom. So I was like, oh, okay. And I told Anna this. And Anna's like, he wants to hang out with you. And I was like, I, I just, I think this man really wants to study. So a week goes by, I text him. He's asking what I'm doing tonight. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. And he's like, oh, you're not going to study? I'm like, no, like, I'd rather watch 90 Day Fiance. But in my head, I was also inviting him. Like, in my head, I was saying, oh, we should watch it together. But I didn't put the we in the text. So he you thought, don't even know if he watches that show, if he likes it. Like, it doesn't matter. That's what relationships are. Like, sometimes you do things you don't like just for your partner to feel happy sometimes, you know? I mean, yeah, but this is the beginning. You have to find things that you both have in common. You just said you did not want a relationship. <laughs> so why are you naming this a relationship? <laughs> I was... I was very confused, guys. It's, it's we can very tell. <laughs> it was very confusing. And that's another beauty about online dating is that sometimes you see some flaws within yourself and that's something you want to change later on in relationships. Mm-hmm. So I was telling Anna this and Anna's like, Sonia, you rejected him. I'm like, no, I did not. So then a couple of days later, I was like, oh, let me know if you want to study for LSAT thinking that we're just gonna hang out just talk catch up this man study. <laughs> said that could be a code word to hang out and i feel like that could be a code word to hang out it okay could. i've definitely yeah. had it happen to me and done it to people so exactly yeah. exactly College maybe i'm things. just kind of person that when i go on study dates i study study like that's the only time that i focus because I'm so nervous that I don't talk to the other person. Me and Sonia are not that <laughs> No, I think Anna okay. and I, we don't really, at least I personally don't like studying in groups. So like if I'm saying like we should study together, it means I'm just going to put like, I'm going to talk to you the entire time. Like I'm not going to really study. But this man, so we're, we're Zoom. I knew it was, I knew we were really going to study because this man said Zoom and not FaceTime. But then we were Zooming, and this man pulls up. He shares his screen, and I was like, oh, my God. We really are going to study for the socks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I texted Anna to get me out of it. <laughs> and Anna, shout out to Anna. You need friends in your life, guys, that will help you get through it. Anna helped me get out of it. Immediately, like five minutes after, right? Yeah, guys, this was five minutes into the Zoom. Like, it was like, hey, how are you? How's life? End of conversation. Let's study. This man wanted to do logic games. And I was like, I'm not studying for the LSATs like that. Like, I'm just trying to talk. Oh, you feel me? (laughs) 
So you literally left that FaceTime call, that Zoom call. It was Zoom, yeah. Oh, I texted him. I was like, I am so sorry. My friend needed me. And he's like, oh my God, it's so okay. Don't apologize. And then the next day I felt, I felt bad. So I, I texted him and I was like, hey, like, I, we need to talk. And then he's like, okay, yeah, what's up? And then I just told him the truth. I told him like, Anna really did need any help. I just thought we were going to just talk and hang out. And yeah, that was the wow. end of that one. And Honestly, that was a very mature move. Very mature. I don't know if I would yeah. have done that. That's crazy. I would have I not. Would've... I would have not leaked myself out. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I, I think with one thing I learned out of dating apps is that I used to care a lot about what people would think of me. And slowly as the years have gone by, I realized what's important and what's not important and what things people should care about and not care about. And in this instant, it was like, I don't really care if he knows what the truth is. Like I, I personally thought it was a funny situation. I got giggles out of it. You guys got giggles out of it. Some of my other friends got giggles out of it. So I was like, it's not really like a bad thing. You know what I mean? And I felt confident in telling him and that was it. Mm -hmm. And did you guys stop talking after that or not? Yeah, we had another (laughs) conversation and we just said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's over. Cut, cut. Cut, Yeah. Oh, wait, it's done? Yeah. Oh, wait, so how did that conversation go? Like, I said, oh, we want to be, like, we should stay friends because it's the nice thing to do. But I also am a strong believer in that once a really, like, once the sizzle or the chemistry ends, it kind of ends and you can't really be friends. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But yeah, I haven't talked to them. I mean, at least you didn't, you had that, that conversation and not just like you said, okay, bye. Like, you know, yeah. not even, not even a response. <laughs> yeah. You would have ghosted him? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that was possible. But that's, but. The, but that's the thing. And we'll probably, you guys let us know, the audience, if you guys want an episode on ghosting, but I'm trying to limit the whole ghosting thing and just be straight up and uh, like, be like, I just don't feel it anymore. Yeah. And I think later on in my, whatever relationships I'm, I'm in, I'll be better. I'll be better at communicating because I have, I've done it before, if that makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. That's definitely my signature move, ghosting. Gabby is a well-known ghoster. Yeah, I just do it all the time. And it's, I don't know if it's a problem or not, but honestly, I wasn't talking to these people that long to begin with. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. It's not, like, it doesn't, it's not too personal. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've been ghosted before and I don't take it personally. I literally don't mind. Maybe it's just my thing. Like, I'll forget about you for real, for real. I think ghosting affects you depending on how involved you are in that whole relationship. 
and it doesn't mean like it's a super romantic relationship it's just a relationship like how invested or involved or what did you guys exactly talk about and I think that's when the feelings about like both things comes up right okay so then would you say that ghosting someone that you've already had a date with in person would that be wrong just, oh yes uh gabby it's okay. just like i but wouldn't like a relationship that. that doesn't count i know but you've like that. met face to face you had a date like it's like yeah. that's the least you could do is just be like hey i'm just yeah. not interested so I a think- little bit to the background of that situation i went on a date with some dude and I thought it went okay, but I didn't want anything more. So I just kind of ghosted him and I'm still debating whether I should just tell him that I don't want to talk to him anymore. Gabby, it's too late. That's gonna be- yeah, that was like three weeks ago. You can't be like, hey, I was thinking about you the other day. I'm sorry I, I ghosted you. I ended school like my bad. I was so busy. Which I was, but... I think everyone just needs to follow the golden rule of you don't want to do something that you wouldn't want upon yourself. You're right. And, like, bringing it back to quarantine dating, I think that, like, ghosting people on dating apps and during quarantine dating is much more likely to happen just because people are trying to be entertained. Like they're just sitting at home all the time. So mm-hmm. they want to get their mind off what their family or like whatever work problems yeah. they have. or just like the emotional trauma that they've undergone. You know, you're just trying to get your mind off of it. So I don't think a lot of these emotional connections are going to last. I don't want to make it for real because I don't want to say it like it's a fact because I don't know that. And I don't know whoever these people are having relationships with but that's just my opinion I just don't know if it's gonna last after quarantine you get me do you guys feel the same way I don't necessarily feel the same way I think I'm not I don't know it depends like if the conversation was good enough and maybe continue maybe not talk so much but continue to like at least snapchat once in a while I feel like it could turn into something later on um, mm-hmm. just cause like, I think that is part of it too. Like there's not so much pressure where you have to communicate all the time and it's like every day we're talking. Um, so I think that too limits, um, really I think kind of like the opposite. Like since you're at home all the time, you do have that pressure. Cause like they know you're at home. Well, so I personally don't feel that pressure. <laughs> When it comes to like making boundaries with, I don't know, talking 100% of the time, like it's just not going to happen. Like no matter mm-hmm. what I'm doing, I'm not, like I might be looking at my phone, but I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> like yeah. it's just what it is. Like I need a yeah. break from everything, to be honest. And that's an important thing to also think about, like setting boundaries with these people that we basically have just met online, right? And like trying to maintain this relationship that you formed, how is setting boundaries, like how are you going to be able to set these boundaries in a time when people know you're free or just you basically have nothing to do? Or even if you do have things to do, your phone is always around. You got to just be straight up. 
Like you just, I, and I understand like sometimes feelings might get hurt by it, but I think it's better to have that conversation now than later on. It's an opportunity to grow and be honest with whoever you're talking to and just try it out, you know? Yeah. And I think it, it like, it helps not having like that face-to-face conversation where it's more intimidating, at least like yeah. you can, you know, draft the text message, whatever you're going to send. Oh, definitely. Um, but yeah, I've definitely said like, Hey, like, I think I've like replied like two days later or something to somebody or to some people. Um, and I'm just like, Hey, I just wanted to be as, I just wanted to be off my phone as much as I could, but what's up? Like, you know, and okay. they took it pretty, they took it pretty good. Like it's not, I think they should understand too. Like, you know? Right. And that's good to do. I think that going into dating in the future, I think I'm probably going to stray away from online dating simply because I just know now that that's not really my scene. Mm -hmm. It is easier, but I don't think, I don't know. I'm a very emotive person. Like I use my face a lot. So I don't know if I'm able to express myself as well. And if people are able to understand as well on dating apps, I just think that it would be better for everybody if I see you in person. So maybe, maybe it can start there, but I don't know. I just don't feel as comfortable as I would in face-to-face interactions. Yeah, that's understandable. I think vibes and connection, like the chemistry over phone and chemistry over person is very different. You know what I mean? Like when you meet someone in person, it could just like sparks can fly and that spark may not have been conveyed over text messages. I don't know. I feel like, I don't want to say I won't ever do online dating, but I agree with Gabby. I like face-to-face interactions. I like to develop a relationship over some time and then get into it. Again, I don't think I ever gave it like that much of a chance to develop. And mostly the people who start with like sexual innuendos, like, I'm not going to keep on talking because unless they're funny, then it's just not funny in general. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I will probably not continue into any sexual conversations. Right. So you're not even up for it. You're not open for it. Yeah. Like I probably would be just to be open to things. Mm -hmm. just in general but I don't know I just don't think that I've given it a chance as of right now right how about you Sonia it's definitely it definitely has come up and I just I think I don't know if I'm just too much of an awkward person or I just think everything's just really funny but it's just over text when people are being very like sexy and things like that I just I just laugh. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, and it's not, I can like, imagine you doing that too. <laughs> and it's not to say like, oh, I didn't appreciate you like putting effort. Cause it does feel like you do put effort into like writing out a very steamy text, but I just, I don't know. I just start laughing and like, I'm not, it's not that I'm not crazy about it, but I just 
don't care too much about it. I know the conversations of nudes have come up with with a certain amount of men, and it's a great test to see their response if you say no. My thing with sending nudes is that I, genuinely, like, I'm being completely honest right now, is that I have a fear that, you know, the Russian government's going to steal my pictures, or what if one day I become a badass bitch and in, I'm in like the public eye and these pictures resurface. Like I've had that conversation with some of these men and some of them take it super well. Some of them will end the conversation right there and then. And you know, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people are there for that. Yeah. It's, like, fun. it's understandable. 100%. But, yeah. That's not why you were there. Yeah. Like, for me, like that is like building on trust for me. Definitely. And it's different, it's different for everyone, but for me, like there has to be a really strong level of trust for me to be acting acting kind of wild out here on these streets. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. Okay, I get you. I get you. Anna, have you ever ever done that? <laughs> Been in this oh. <laughs> I'm like struggling. Um, <laughs> I can't see her, but she's getting a little rosy right now. <laughs> literally getting red. Anna has um, a natural blush coming out of her right disclosure, now. Disclosure, <laughs> if my brothers listen to this podcast, just stop listening now. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, there's definitely those um, men who, you know, you know straight from the get-go what they want. And sometimes I'm up for it and it's just like, hey, you know, whatever. Sure, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, that's what we were like, there for, right? Like, right. I mean, like sometimes it depends on like the person. I really think like some like I can just really like my intuition is kind of like pretty good on that. Like it's like I know who's going to ask for it, and I know who I want it from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then so those in that way, like I'll match with some people, um, but with other people, it's like oh no, I would actually kind of want to get to know you. And so I wouldn't necessarily um, send things like that. Um, but, um, but yeah, like Tanya mentioned, it's like, it's definitely no face, no case situations. Yeah. Um, this is the time to tell everyone our good vibe segment talks about how we've evolved into wisest women from the beginning to the end of quarantine dating, kind of our evolution. Um, and it'll be maybe looking into something that we would really like to adapt into our life after quarantine dating, right? So then what do you guys think is something that you could adapt into your life that you've developed now, like some sort of a trait or some sort of a habit? I've definitely tried to be better at communicating mm-hmm. with with people on that. Um, not necessarily all the time, but, you know, it definitely has increased. My communication efforts have come increased from the beginning of quarantine dating. Yeah, I agree with Anna. I think one of the things with quarantine dating I learned is that I'm becoming a bit more mature and quote unquote, more of an adult 
when it comes to dating and realizing some of the bad habits that I have and trying to improve on them. So when we do get out and we will get out, we don't run into the same problems later on in life. Right. Okay. I get it. What about you, Gabby? What did Uh, you learn? (laughs) I think I learned sort of the same thing that you guys did. Conversation is a big deal. And I know that I've always struggled with really vocalizing my concerns and like just what I want. So I know that I've been working on that now, practicing on my family, you know, that's important too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been using them as guinea pigs. Yeah. I think that's something that I'm going to bring into my real life, real life after quarantine dating. You know? <laughs> that sort of brings us to our charity. Alongside with the good vibes section, um, we want to give a shout out to some charities that have been working very hard during this pandemic. And one of those charities is Feeding America. Alongside the regular demand of local food banks, ever since the pandemic, there has been a 70% increase in need of food. And that kind of makes sense because schools are canceled. Usually kids get food from schools. And now since school isn't available and canceled they aren't getting these meals so there is that increase and then there's families that have been unemployed or don't have the funds to buy groceries so feeding america is doing some heavy lifting and providing meals to our fellow americans to donate you can donate nationally and you can visit feedingamerica.org or if you want to donate to a local feeding america you go on their website you go on locations Type in your zip code and then click on the food bank that you want to donate and it will redirect you to the payment page. So if you have a couple of dollars, just donate because it they're doing a lot of good stuff right now. Thank you all for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at wisein with an A and stay tuned for our episode. And if you have any questions, concerns, Anything that you want to ask us, please email us at wisishwoman with an A at gmail.com. Or DMs. We love DMs. You know, slide into our DMs. (laughs) You can slide into Miss Anna Vega's DMs. Well, not mine. Wisishwoman. DM. Yeah. Slide into our collective DMs. I mean, but if you want to slide into mine, you know. I'm good. I'll pinch for you. (laughs) That's a dedicated woman right there. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoy this podcast.